0: I was more concerned with the actual like contractions, like that kind of pain, maybe, and not really thinking about any of that, uh, like the episiotomy or the after care of on how I would feel.
1: Welcome to the Labor Lessons podcast. Real Life Lessons from Real Life Labor and Delivery Experiences, offering support and the knowledge that you are not alone on your birthing journey. The purpose of this podcast is to educate based on others' past experiences. It is not intended as medical advice. I'm your host, Carly, C-section mom, VBAC mom, and mom who's simply passionate about birth. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Labor Lessons Podcast. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing my sister, Lauren. Lauren lives in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and works in the cancer registry field. She is the mother of a very busy 15-year-old boy and enjoys going to his sports games, reading, and listening to podcasts like this one. Lauren's labor lesson today is preparing for birth still didn't prepare me for the physical recovery. Hi Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here with us today.
0: Hi everyone, I'm happy to be here.
1: Uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of background to your story.
0: Sure, so my story starts way back in 2006. Um, I was a junior in college at the time and I was nine months pregnant. Um. I was leaving class for the day, and as I got up and walking outside, I felt like my pants were wet. So I wasn't sure, but it was raining. So I was like, oh, it must be the rain. Um, Started walking towards the subway, and my friend had called, and she said, oh, I'm in the area. Do you want to ride home? So I'm like, okay. So I got in the car with her, and I went to her house, and I went into the bathroom, and when I went in the bathroom, I was like, I, when I was sitting on the toilet, I was like, oh, am I peeing or did my water break? It was difficult for me to tell the difference between the two. But after a while, I realized my water had broke. Um, so I called my mom and my sister and met them at the hospital. And actually, I was very, very thankful and grateful that my friend was in the area that day because I did not want to be in labor um, on the subway. I was very thankful for her that day. Um, So I got to the hospital, and my mom and sister met me there. And I was excited. I lots of laughs, you know. I was in labor. I couldn't wait. And then, as my labor kind of progressed, I started to feel not so great. You know, cramps, um, contractions. I actually threw up. I was not feeling good. So uh, when I was around five or six centimeters. Um, I got an epidural, and after that, I couldn't feel anything. Um, nothing. I didn't feel sick anymore. I just felt numb. Uh, so the doctor was in and out, the nurses, and when I was finally nine centimeters uh, dilated, fully dilated, they had told me I could push. So at that point, I couldn't feel anything, but the nurses would tell me, you know, there's a contraction coming up, push, push. So I remember pushing a few times, and then. The doctor had said, we're going to do a episiotomy because, you know, to help the baby's head get out. Um, So she performed an episiotomy. And next thing I know, my son was born. I don't remember pushing for too, too long. Um, It seemed like a couple of minutes. I'm sure it was longer. That was a while ago, but it didn't seem too long. So um, after my son was born, I felt fine for a little bit. Uh, I was, you know, happy, the emotions of a new baby and everything. So, and then, uh, later that night after the epidural had wore off, I started feeling not so great again. I guess, um, my vaginal area is very sore, um, cramping, I guess, after um, my uterus going back down to its normal size. Um, and, um, something that I didn't really expect was I couldn't go to, I couldn't pee after I had my son. Um, My bladder was full. I felt like I had to pee so bad, but it just would not come out. And it was causing me a lot, a lot of pain. So I remember the nurses um, getting me to try to go to the bathroom a few times. I couldn't go. So they ended up um, catheterizing me. And after my bladder was empty, I felt so much better. But as I would drink water and ice chips. My bladder would fill back up. I was in pain again, cramping. So they would have to catheterize me again. And that was through the night into the next day. Uh, I had trouble going to the bathroom, Um, which I didn't really expect that. So, yeah, that was something that it was hard to deal with. I was in a lot of pain from that. Also, uh, it was hard for me to sit. I was in a lot of pain from, I guess, the episiotomy. That was something also that I didn't really expect. I think that when I was in labor and giving birth, everything was numb, so I couldn't feel um, anything because of the epidural. I was numb, so everything felt fine. And then after the epidural wore off, I was feeling all this pain that I guess I wasn't really expecting. I thought I would have a little bit of pain or I wouldn't feel great, but I don't think I really was prepared for how I felt after giving birth.
1: Um, I'm going to interrupt you here for a minute and just let um, some people might not know what an episiotomy is. So I'm just going to go into a little bit of um, like detail about that. So an ap- episiotomy is a vaginal cut that's made during childbirth. It uh, makes the opening of the vagina a bit wider and allows the baby to come through more easily. There are two kinds of an episiotomy, a midline And a mediolateral. So, a midline is a vertical incision. Um, It's easier to repair. It's easier for the doctor to sew up, uh, but it may extend to the anal region. A mediolateral is done at an angle, so kind of like out to the side. Um, It's more painful and more difficult to repair, but it's the best protection from an extended tear to the anal area. Now, Lauren, I'm going to ask you do you know what kind of an episiotomy you had? I know it was a long time ago.
0: <laughs> I actually do not know. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, it was
1: a long time ago. And and at the time, you may not have even known that there were like different kinds. I didn't know that there were different kinds, um, Yeah, which is interesting. No, I,
0: I actually wasn't aware that there was different kinds, so I'm not even sure.
1: For years, it was thought that an episiotomy healed better than a natural tear, but now Uh, We know that it's a lot of doctors will tell you that it's better to tear naturally than to have an episiotomy. Um, So, this is actually really interesting, Lauren. The doctor, I was in the delivery room with you when you delivered your son. (laughs) And you're the doctor who delivered your son um, is the same doctor that I saw at one of my appointments. And I think it was like my 36 or 37 week appointment. And I had asked her about an episiotomy um, because I had you know, done some research and um, asked her. This was for my first, my first order. So I'd asked her and she had told me at that time that it was better to tear naturally than to be cut. So that's a difference of, uh what, 12 years difference between your labor and mine? Okay. So within those 12 years, they've, you know, the research has come along and they've they now know that it's better for women to tear naturally. Um, there are still a lot of doctors who do like routine episiotomies instead of just letting women tear. Um, and there are some risks that come with episiotomies, like uh, infection, pain during sex afterwards. For, uh, for some women, it, it lasts for months. Um, a vertical incision puts you at a risk for a fourth-degree tear, which can extend through the anal sphincter and come. Oh, that comes with a lot of future complications. And now it's time for Ridiculous Things My Husband Has Said to Me While Pregnant. This ridiculous thing comes from April in Glenside, Pennsylvania. She writes that before her first labor with her daughter ended in a C-section, she pushed for a few hours. Her husband was feeding her ice chips and her hair was a mess. Her husband told her that while she was pushing, she looked like Kramer from Seinfeld. (laughs) I'm sorry, April now if you don't know who Kramer is google Kramer from Seinfeld (laughs) I'm looking at a picture of him right now I guarantee you'll get a good laugh oh April I feel for you if you'd like to share a ridiculous thing your boyfriend or husband has said to you while pregnant visit laborlessons.com click on the contact us page and don't forget to tell us your name and where you're from We'd love to share your story with the rest of our listeners. Now, back to the episode. Um, so I just have a few questions for you. Uh, had you mentally prepared for um, not just an episiotomy, but for like a painful recovery like, were you aware, I guess maybe like, were you aware of an episiotomy ahead of time and had you like mentally prepared for one?
0: Um, I know that like an episiotomy was mentioned, but I don't think like too much detail about it because I don't think that I really thought too much, I thought too much about it. I think that I was more concerned with the actual like contractions, like that kind of pain maybe, mm. and not really thinking about any of that. Uh, like the episiotomy or the after care of, and how I would feel.
1: How did you prepare yourself for labor for birth?
0: Um, uh, I would say more mental preparation. Um, uh, went to childbirth classes, a lot of education just to understand what was going to happen. Um, I read books, um, uh, Google like a lot of different websites. Just I guess, uh, reading different women's um advice things like that um mm-hmm. I can't say physically that I prepared to too much but definitely just trying to educate myself and kind of get an idea of what to expect what would come
1: here's here's kind of an interesting question for you did did the doctor like did she ask you if you were okay with having an episiotomy like while you were pushing or was she just kind of like, we need to do this. I'm going to do this now. I don't know if you remember, if you remember that or not.
0: Um, as I remember it while I was pushing, I believe she said something like, um, I think we're going to have to do an episiotomy because it will help. And um, we, you would rather you have an episiotomy perform than to tear and I remember saying, okay, it, I just feel like she kind of made it seem like this would be better than that. So the episiotomy would be better than if one or the other was going to happen, it seemed like. So she just, it just seemed like I would say, okay, you know, I'll go along with that then if it's better, you know.
1: Did they give you instructions on how to, like, take care of your incision afterwards? What did you find was helpful for
0: you? After, I feel like I was hurting pretty bad, but some of the things that helped me were um, boppy pillow, sitting on a boppy pillow, took pressure off uh, the vaginal area. So it did not hurt as much. Like I couldn't even sit on a couch or a chair without the boppy pillow. It helped me so, so much. Um, So I would say that. I would also say, um, when I, would, when I had to go pee, it burned so bad at first. So um, there's a water bottle that they gave me to clean myself after going to the bathroom. So I would actually fill it with water. And then when I actually did pee, I would spray the water at the same time to kind of dilute it, the urine so that it didn't burn as much. That helped me a lot. Um, I did have some ice in the hospital, I believe. That helped a little bit, although I didn't continue that at home. So that might have helped if more if I had continued that, and um stool softeners definitely helped. Also, that was I was so afraid to go to the bathroom, but yeah, they definitely helped <laughs> yeah. Me a whole lot.
1: So, I would say definitely. I think that's a common yeah. a common thing for a lot of women afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I um I also sat on the boppy after I had uh, my second daughter. I found that the boppy was really helpful <laughs> for sitting on. So that's funny. <laughs>
0: It, was, it, was, it helped a whole lot.
1: <laughs> I do just want to interject here. Uh, there's a great thing called padsicles. Have you ever heard of these?
0: No.
1: So I, <laughs> they used to sell these like little things on Amazon. They were tubes of aloe and tubes of witch hazel. And you would spray them on a pad, like open a pad, spray it on them, fold it back up and put it on the free- in the freezer. So, it, you know, they, they recommend using like the witch hazel pads after like to help with healing. Um, But this was like a liquid witch hazel and liquid aloe. So you spray it on a pad, you put it in the freezer, and then it is kind of like that cold, but also like the healing. Um, You can also make padsicles with like just a little bit of water too. You just spray a little bit of water on the pad and then fold it back up and put it in the freezer. So, you know, for future reference, um, padsicles.
0: That definitely sounds like a good
1: one. <laughs> Do you remember how long you were in pain for?
0: Oh. I- say a good week maybe week and a half it hurts to sit i feel like um it started to get a little bit easier after that but i was in a lot of pain for a week about a week
1: do you have any tips for women who have experienced the same thing or will experience the same thing for like easier healing or getting around postpartum
0: i would just say i guess Don't be afraid also to ask for help or uh, take help after because your body's been through a lot. And I think sometimes we think we have to do it all. Um, So if you have support or people that are willing to help you with the baby or help you give you a break or any of that, it it definitely can help your healing also. So um, don't be afraid to take help or ask for help. Um, I think that's a big one, too. Uh, in the end, it's all worth it. So it's, it's you know, I used to say, um, I'll never forget that people always said, you'll forget the pain. But I was like, I'll never forget that pain. I, it hurts so bad. But then in the end, it's all worth it. Anything you go through is worth it for that baby. So
1: <laughs> and then you get to remind your son You know, when he's putting you through hell as a teenager, what you went through for him.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, yes, the teenage years. (laughs) They're great.
1: Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing your story. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of the Labor Lessons Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, Please follow us on your podcast listening app so you can be notified when the next episode drops until next time.